Nerd Dumb with Taylor and Andrew. I'm Andrew. I'm Taylor. And Taylor, we're t- we're going to Hogwarts today. We're getting on that uh, the, the the secret train. The Hogwarts Express. The Hogwarts Express. I know so much about Harry Potter. I, I know things. <laughs> I know. I definitely know things about Harry Potter. Um, so we're we're going to Hogwarts. We're going to Harry Potter Land. And you, this is one of yours. You just, you just finished reading Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. Yes. And I just finished reading the series for the first time. Oh, this is your first read through. Yes. Interesting. Um, So we're, we're emergency potting. This is, you like texted me in all caps, get on your computer. Log in to zoom. Now, now. Should we, talk, I, about, should we yeah. talk about the fact that J.K. Rowling is a bad person? Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like we should probably say, like, that pe- this podcast believes trans people are are real yes. and are valid. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, and I, I do not personally ascribe to J.K. Rowling's perspectives on that, um, so... <laughs> There is definitely that. Yeah, I it's it's I, this is the first. I mean, you know, we we talked about the the WWF and and Vince McMahon is himself mm-hmm. not a great person, but I've never he's never gone on record as to like deny the existence of trans people before. <laughs> and you know, same with like you know J.R.R. Tolkien may he may have just like not been like around long enough to to let his views of of said community <laughs> exist, and then you know. George Lucas is, you know, whatever, hasn't hasn't said anything to the, to the fact yet. But yeah, the, this is the first kind of like bad creator we've had to cover so far. Mm, and like, I think they're all bad in different ways. Sure, but, sure. But this one's probably the one that's like the most recent and probably the most like, um, I guess like to say open wound. Yeah, because I, I think people were like, it, it's kind of funny because it feel, okay. Well, now we're just gonna talk about J.K. Rowling, but <laughs> it kind of feels like everybody was um, kind of had the this perspective of her as like, because she if also if I mean, and correct me if I'm I mean, I'm asking you to correct me if I'm wrong. Like we both don't know anything about this, but um, it seemed like for a while after like the last Harry Potter movie came out too, she was kind of like retconning a lot of stuff and just being like, Oh, actually Dumbledore is gay, you know? And everybody was like, yeah, you know? Right. Um, And I, and she did a lot of stuff that I thought was really, really nice about like um, I think there was a play either in London or in the U S I'm not hundred percent sure, but they cast Hermione as like a black actress mm-hmm. and people were pissed about it. And she was like, no, this is great. Like Hermione was supposed to be black to begin with or something. Right. And I was like, and which was, uh, everybody was like, yay, JK Rowling. And then she came out and was like, oh, trans people aren't real. And everybody was like, no, boo. <laughs> and so it's kind of like this really fresh wound. I feel like for a lot of people, especially for people who grew up on the series and, uh, I don't know, I had this idea of who she was. Um, I think a lot kind of people taken probably, away from them. I think a lot of people probably felt pretty betrayed too. Because yes, like yeah. you like like you're saying, like the other people that we've covered have all been some shade of bad in some yeah. way. And when you're JK Rowling and you're kind of, you know, like sprinkling these little like, oh, actually Dumbledore's gay and you know it is it's cool that Hermione's right. Black. It's like yeah. Oh, she might be. She might be really nice. Like there's one of yeah, us. Yeah, right. Like, one of us. Like oh my god. Like I might. We might actually like really be getting away with like a good author who came up with this like fantasy world that we all love, and then like just like hard right turn of mm, actually, I yeah. believe trans people aren't real, and it's just like whoa, what? And, and like when I when I heard it because I'm not super familiar with her like when you i i know that she had said that uh she intended for dumbledore to be gay i didn't know about the hermione story but when i heard it like i was surprised because like as far Mm -hmm. as i knew it was like this this author who came up with this like endearing enduring you know like fantasy world that people loved and really felt attached to and then for her to just be like actually this entire i just don't believe this this entire community of people exist yeah, was like I, so. I wonder if like people like it just hurt that much more because they thought they she was like one of the safe ones. Like, 
somebody who wasn't going to have like a really horrible, shitty opinion about an entire community of people. But yes, yeah, it's definitely. I mean, <laughs> it it sucks. Yeah, it, I think it really sucks. It's heartbreaking, um, and I really feel bad for um, anyone who her words have affected in a really negative way. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, and you know, maybe I'll get canceled over this, but she's still alive. So so there's still time for her to learn and change, um, which I think is a difference also, uh, or for her opinions to change as well. Um, So I think that's also a difference between her and like a lot of older um, fantasy Mm -hmm. giants that a lot lot of them are dead now. (laughs) And so it's kind of like uh, another one that I'm sure we'll talk about eventually, but like another great example of, of, uh not a fantasy giant but like sci-fi giant is like orson scott card mm-hmm. and he was like a terrible person bad guy Very yeah bad a bad guy. bad guy and like he's dead so now we can kind of look at him and be like yes bad guy yeah, right <laughs> um yeah jk rowling is still alive and so maybe just, just, like, we'll see her her ideas and thoughts yeah. uh change i just wish there was like a little bit of like and, you know, we can move on from this topic because we could probably talk for the whole hour about, like, how we wish she was <laughs> yeah. better. Um, but I think it's the, like, it's her definitiveness with it. It's that, like, mm-hmm. she seems to have no willingness to be open to the idea. It's just, like, hey, I've made up my mind, and, like, you're going to have to deal with that. Is sort of, like, the way it... And, like, there's a difference between, like, wrongly thinking that the Earth is flat and pretending like an entire community of people don't exist or aren't real. Yeah. And I think like it's, it's wrong to think that the earth is flat, but you're not like hurting anybody. Like there's not like, you know, it's, I I mean, I guess you could argue that is harmful. Yeah. I'd um, argue that, but (laughs) uh, you know what I mean? Like, I get what you're saying though. Like if you think that the, the sky is green instead of blue, whatever, like, right. You're not literally telling a person they don't exist or that they are not valid. Yeah. You're not invalidating an entire community. (laughs) Right. And so I think like for her to just be so like matter of factly, like, well, I made up my mind and uh, too bad. So, and I'm going to continue being on this path. It's just like, I wish there was a, I, I would like to see a little more like just willingness to be, to have like some openness to the fact that she could be wrong or like that yeah. she could be persuaded to the other to, to have the right, the, the correct opinion, not even opinion, like worldview. Um, right. But instead she seems to be very set on that. But anyways, no, for sure. But Do um, JK. With, I mean, and with that being said, like the trans community, we love you. We yes. see you. Yes. We know <laughs> we know you exist and yeah. like uh, support you. So yeah. with that, I yeah, we can stop stop talking about her shitty yeah. uh, uh, way of expressing her worldviews sure. um, and putting them on people for sure. So tell me about tell me about Harry Harry Potter. Every Potter. That's my. I'm not. I'm never gonna do that again. I'm sorry. <laughs> and uh, we'll pause for a clean edit and uh, keep going. <laughs> um, yeah, I just <clears throat> read Harry Potter for the first time. Um, just finished it. Uh, I actually finished it a, maybe a week ago, maybe. Um, but. I did not read it when I was younger. Um, I wasn't allowed to read it. Mm -hmm. And so then I didn't grow up with it. And so then it all got spoiled for me because everybody else read it Mm -hmm. and then just talked about it all the time, which is fine. Like I get it. Especially I've realized, especially people your, it's like, especially people your age. Like, Oh yeah. I think I'm like just a few years beyond like the, the age of people who like were really obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people my age read it and, and love it, but it was like, I think I was, I got kind of spared the like details of it because yeah. it was not quite the generationally. It was not in the wheelhouse of people that I was around at the time mm-hmm. versus I think your age group was very much like, this is the Harry Potter. Gen. Yeah. I think I definitely think that it was, so I was born in um, 
the early 90s and i think the first book came out in the late 90s and Born then in you know in a hot georgia day yeah <laughs> can you even imagine a time take us back <laughs> the cicadas are singing uh we got lemonade with ice on the front porch sweet tea being brewed in the kitchen and <laughs> i was actually born near miami but that's fine um <laughs> will smith's miami was playing uh... yeah um no but i yeah i i definitely missed out on that experience that i think a lot of people um roughly my age like had like plus or minus a couple of years for sure um which is fine. I'm not too bitter about it, but <laughs> her arms are crossed and she's, she, the steam is coming out of her ears. Pissed. And yeah. yeah. No, I, um, but I finally got around to actually reading them because I was like, okay, it's time to like, I need to actually do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did, I read them. I thought they were good. Um, I haven't seen any of the movies or if I have, it was so long ago that I don't remember seeing them. Interesting. Like I, there's definitely a non-zero chance that I've watched like the first movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, I literally had everything spoiled for me, sure. like almost all the way through. Like I knew who died. Like I know, mm-hmm. I knew all of that. Yeah. I didn't know what a Horcrux was, but I knew Harry was one. Mm-hmm. You knew of it. <laughs> you knew of it. Yeah. Of its existence. <laughs> I, like, I don't know what that means, but I know what it like that he is one Mm -hmm. so um but yeah i just read them so i uh finally did what everybody else in the world i know did Mm -hmm. 20 years ago so (laughs) i have seen majority of the movies i haven't seen them all Mm -hmm. i saw this this fact makes people mad i saw number seven first whoa and Part of that is like I felt confident enough in my Harry Potter knowledge of just knowing what had happened from like the zeitgeist. Like I was like, right. I yeah. know who Harry Potter is. I know who Ron is. I know who Hermione is. I know who Voldemort is. Like I, I have like a general, like a, I, I, I feel fairly confident that I'm not going to be like just constantly turning to my partner and being like, "Who's that? What does that mean?" Right. Or, you know what's that? A wand? Huh? So. <laughs> I was like, and my, my partner wanted to see the movie. So I was, I was, yeah, I'll go with you and just kind of maybe at the end, you'll, you can give me like a primer on what happened. But so I've seen seven and then I probably saw one and then four. Cause four is the one with, uh, with twilight guy, Robert Pattinson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I saw eight cause that was the last one that came out in theaters. So I've oh, seen, right. Yeah. And then I think I've seen two. So I've seen five of the eight movies. In quite the order. And yeah, in quite the order. Yeah. So in quite the order. I that am, is. I'm very, very well versed in Harry Potter. And I love it so much. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I think I've maybe seen the first movie. Like, I mean, this is this would be pre-concussion when mm-hmm. I had see, seen it, so I wouldn't remember. Sure. I just don't really remember it. it. It's kind of like I can't remember if I've seen some of these movies because if I have seen them, I definitely haven't seen all of them. That's right. for damn sure. Like, yeah. I know that as a fact. I could have seen, like, a couple of the first ones, but it's so hard for me to parse whether I've seen them or I've just seen enough, like, footage right. through cultural osmosis mm. that I'm like, maybe I saw it. Yeah, I don't right. remember. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, I I do plan on watching all the movies now, mm-hmm. um, because I think that'll be fun. Um, but yeah, I I as an adult reading the stories, um, I thought they were still pretty good. Yeah, like yeah, I think so. I I think they were very different from what I was expecting Mm -hmm. because of the, again, the cultural osmosis and expectations that I had going into the series. Um, Like I had a lot of this, like much like Star Wars, I had most of it spoiled for me, Mm -hmm. but um, I was still excited to like learn all about it and read all about it. 
but like for example i thought um hermione would be way cooler than she was in the books Mm -hmm. (laughs) she was a little bit disappointed i mean she's still great i still like love her a lot but she did a lot of crying which was really weird but um like yeah there's like a couple of things where i was expecting it to be one way and it really was a different way and it was fine and overall i enjoyed the series um it's very clear the writing style changes from the beginning to the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think that's interesting. And um, I'm not sure if it was done on purpose in terms of like, I've heard a, a lot spoken about how the books age with aged with the audience. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if that's actually true or not. That's something I heard. So I did notice that. Yeah. I thought that that was pretty cool, especially with the themes as well. The themes definitely like got darker. Yeah. Um, what did you, so from the books like what did you is there anything that surprised you about the books like is there any was there like because you said you knew most of it going into it was there anything about the books that kind of surprised you um I think let's see yeah I kind of expected I mean honestly a big thing of it was I was expecting certain characters to play way more of a role than they did Mm mm-hmm um one of them being I mean surprisingly one of them being Hermione mm-hmm. <clears throat> um and, and I and I would say Ron put Ron in that group as well mm-hmm. um I mean they were like kind of just sidekicks the whole time which makes sense Harry Potter is the main character <laughs> name, but the titular Harry Potter yeah yeah, yeah. but I, I particularly I think with Hermione there was a lot of like things that I was expecting from her as a character um actually surprisingly enough it's a lot of the like female characters that I was expecting a lot more from and I'm not sure if that just comes from me wanting more Mm -hmm. of it um or from me having like these expectations set like Professor McGonagall um Bellatrix Lestrange and Hermione Granger are three characters that I thought would have way more impact on the story mm-hmm. than they did do you think that's um, do you think that's also like again sort of the expectation that like the people around you who have read the books kind of like i think a lot of people sort of romanticize how much hermione does in the story and part of that comes from like maybe friends of yours kind of like maybe embellishing is the wrong word but like sort of like building up like wh- how important hermione is because they don't really have much else. like in terms of female characters, she's kind of it. Maybe I, I think um, it could be that it, I mean, I will also say I've never really had long drawn out conversations about Harry Potter. Cause I've never, I, I didn't read, I had never read it. So it's not like people would say something and I would be like, Oh, sorry, I've never read Harry Potter. And that uh-huh. would be the end of the conversation. They'd be like, Oh, what, why? And then I'd be like, I wasn't allowed to. And they'd be like, but what, why? And I would be like, I lived in a very Christian household. And they'd be like, okay, no more questions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, done. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. We're done with this now. Um, <laughs> um, but I, I wonder if part of it too is, um, because a lot of the stuff I knew about it, came from this like cultural osmosis of seeing um gifts and Mm -hmm. seeing like fan art you know like people love Hermione and I also love Hermione and it makes a lot of sense and so people put a lot of um you know investment into her image and Emma Watson is like now an icon you Mm -hmm. know and so um I think there's just more uh maybe more of that is just because like people love these characters and so whatever character they're most drawn to they build up a lot and mm-hmm. so maybe that's why um but yeah I I think I was a little bit disappointed in Hermione as a character when I read the books I am when I watch the movies excited to see how they treat Hermione yeah um and I'm what kind of curious as to the differences because <laughs> essentially all through the books like Hermione is like the smartest person in that school mm-hmm. like it's, that has been in that school for like eight like years or like at least a generation um and that is her only really her only characteristic and it's a, like it's a great characteristic it's just she kind of seems very 
Um, she seems like a one-dimensional character to me, but to granted, they all seem very one-dimensional mm-hmm. to me. Like, I don't really think Harry Potter is like the most well-rounded character either. Mm-hmm. But I just, because Hermione was the girl of their little trio, like I wanted like more for her. Sure. Um, like it kind of feels like Ron had an actual like character growth arc. Um, and Harry had a character growth arc, which made, and they, they were like, went from adolescence to, um, later adolescence. I think the last book they were 17. So mm-hmm. they weren't like that much older, but, um, or they weren't like adult adults, but they, you kind of get a sense of the internal struggles in both of them. And we don't see the same thing for Hermione. Like she, I don't know. There's because- something missing. It, it her, seems to me, me like again as a person who doesn't have that much familiarity with the series it kind of feels like what you're explaining is that like Hermione is sort of like she stays at a certain level but she's always reliable like she never is yeah. like a fuck up in the way that like Ron and Harry probably are and like it seems like constantly Hermione is solving their problems for them because they're both kind of like they can kind of dip low to be dumb shits and then kind of like peek back up but like, I, I- I wouldn't even say, I actually wouldn't even say that. I think to clarify the thing I would say is like, for example, Harry, his, we see his internal struggle because the series is from, is focused on him. It's mm-hmm. not from his perspective, but it is focused on him. Yeah. And so we get a, like a insight into all of his thoughts and feelings and everything. That makes sense. He, his whole thing is like, um, you know, he has a lot of pressure. He's the boy who lived, you know, he's supposed to be like the savior and everything. So we see him struggling with all of these expectations and his desire, not just to have a more normal life, but to have a family who loves him mm-hmm. um, because he's raised by the Dursleys and they <laughs> treat him like shit. And mm-hmm. it's like terrible. And he had a really, really hard, horrible childhood and still does whenever he goes home. Um, and so a lot, we see a lot of his struggles with like wanting to find love and acceptance, Mm -hmm. um, and also dealing with the pressures of everyone talking about him and people writing stories about him in the news and the pressure that he feels, uh, from Dumbledore and from the world and everything. So Mm -hmm. we definitely get insight into his struggles. Yeah. Makes sense. He's the main character. Yeah. Where I have an issue is then with Ron, we also get some interesting insight into his psyche. Like Ron's whole thing is he's the boy who lives friend. Like that's his whole identity. And it's something that he struggles with. Not only that, he's also, I think the youngest boy Mm -hmm. of the Weasleys. So he has like his prefect brother, his, you know, he has expectations to live up to, whether they are applied externally or internally by his brothers, by his mom, by his dad, um, or by himself. And then he, his whole thing is like, oh, I'm always forgotten because I've always just been the last like boy, or I've been Harry Potter's friend. Like mm-hmm. nobody ever really thinks about me. And so he, there, we see an interesting thing with Ron, with his struggle with being friends with Harry and how that's hard. And like, that also makes sense. <laughs> like, you know, you're the friend of this very famous person and nobody ever really pays attention to you. That can be hard, mm-hmm. especially when you're a young boy right. and you're like trying to come into your own. Uh, and then, you know, like he is very insecure in his relationship with girls as he's growing up, which we can see. And he's very jealous of Harry and the attention that girls paid to Harry. Mm-hmm. Um, so we see like all of this stuff about Ron, who we get this stuff, not even through Ron's like psyche. Like we never delve into it from like the narration perspective, mm-hmm. but we see it kind of happen throughout the book um and i think in the last book there's a very very clear representation of ron's jealousy and concern about harry and hermione's friendship Mm -hmm. um while ron and hermione's relationship romantic relationship is just starting so we get all of his insight into ron Mm -hmm. (laughs) hermione she's super smart she wants the boys to read hogwarts a history Mm -hmm. and her parents are dentists like we don't get any i like (laughs) like i didn't do like a deep read into harry potter as a series sure but just from the that just from that i was a i like saw harry struggle saw ron struggle as the friend and then hermione is just kind of like there 
Hey, everybody, just to remind you, it's me, Hermione, my parents are hey, dentists, and uh, read a book. Super smart. <laughs> yeah, smarter than you, want yeah. you to read a book, just once. Yeah. Like, do your just own checking homework in. Have once. you read the book yet? No? Okay, I'll be back in, like, 30 pages. Okay, Like, le- legitimately, the thing that, like, Hermione does the most, I think, in the series is the boys' homework. Mm-hmm. Like, she does the home- their homework. <laughs> It's like so. Uh, I mean, now I'm trying to get upset talking more about it. But like, it, it like reading those, I was like, okay. I mean, I guess she's super smart. That makes sense. Um, and you know, boys are boys. And so, but like, yeah, I don't know. That's just definitely something that I was like expecting way more of mm-hmm. was to have this like little group kind of grow up together and see their struggles and everything and. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just a, a little bit disappointing to see Hermione because like Hermione's character growth was basically like, oh, like when she straightens her hair, she's beautiful. Um, you mean when the tough. nerd takes off their glasses that's been a hot girl the whole <laughs> yeah, time? Yeah, it's literally that. It's literally that. It's it's like when she goes to, what is it, the Yule Ball or some mm-hmm. kind of something with Victor Crumb, like nobody recognized her, Knight recognizes her. <laughs> I'm like, okay, like... Uh, okay fine i present to um, you lord miss yeah. hermione granger <laughs> and everybody's like huh yeah it's it's just really annoying. i just find that very annoying um and you know i could be wrong too <laughs> like i so often am but it was just stuff like that where i'm like oh like the it was just a little bit disappointing because as a i know jk rowling i feel like she I want to say she based the main character off of her son or something. So I I have no qualms with, you know, uh, a young boy being the protagonist in any way, shape or form. It's just that I really wanted the supporting women characters to get the same treatment that the supporting um, men men did. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah. Like I, I've kind of felt like, like another, uh, juxtaposition that I think I went in with was like obviously Dumbledore is very important Mm -hmm. I kind of went into it thinking McGonagall was just as important (laughs) Mm -hmm. and like was like very very like powerful and revered and um all of this and much like how the Ron and Hermione difference we get the same thing with Dumbledore and uh Professor McGonagall where we get pretty much Dumbledore's entire backstory eventually um and we don't really know that much about Professor McGonagall um, no, and in fact, isn't um, the what is it, the the beasts of the Fantastic Beasts and where to find them? Isn't that like young Dumbledore? I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> Until you'd said Dumbledore, I had actually kind of forgotten that series existed. But I, I he like we get Dumbledore's backstory in the seventh book, though. Okay. It's not even like a separate like extra thing we get his entire like backstory of of him mm-hmm. in the in the original like series right um and we don't get the same for any of the women uh characters that we do for the men characters so that was definitely a, a pretty disappointing mm-hmm. um yeah that's my biggest i think one of my biggest qualms with it um in addition to the fact that it kind of felt like a lot of the asian characters were kind of just kind of given the same treatment they're just like thrown in there to be there <laughs> which was uh left a pretty bad taste in my mouth yeah. you know what maybe i don't like this series now that i talk <laughs> about it more maybe it's not good maybe, maybe people shouldn't read it maybe everybody's wrong for liking these movies this yeah is, maybe this, this is, is yeah this is the this is what people come to this podcast for is to have you tell them what they like is stupid <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Maybe you're all wrong. Yeah, you know what? If you're if you're listening to this and you've been like, "Wow, I love how much Taylor's been liking Harry Potter," wait till the half hour mark, and you're now you're getting your butts ripped because this movie, these movies, these books are bad. Um, yeah, I man, now I'm mad. <laughs> you're having like an existential crisis right now. Like you seem totally just like shell shocked. <laughs> I know. I yeah. I don't even know how to like exit this train of thought now. You and like this is the sort of thing. Like sometimes I've been like talked into like not liking something I thought I liked. You, you <laughs> did this by yourself. <laughs> All 
<laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to. I did not mean to get you mid sip. Oh man, I, that was almost a legitimate spit take. Yeah, I talked myself out of the thing that I thought I liked. I just want, yeah, I just want to, I just want for <laughs> Harry Potter fans. I just want you to know, at no point during this discussion was I like, "Are you sure?" Like I, you know, and like when we before we got on, we, pod, we didn't edit it out. Yeah, I wasn't like before pod. I wasn't like. Are you sure you're gonna like this by the end? I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna change your mind. Like this was your, your journey. I I made it. Yeah. Um, I guess the thing that I do really like about this series is kind of a similar thing that like you talked about um, in terms of Star Wars and like the Lord of the Rings franchise mm-hmm. is that the world is fun. Yeah. And the world has a lot of potential. Mm-hmm. The world also doesn't make any sense, but I do really like it. Yeah. I like the concept of it. I think it's really fun and creative. Like, I think there's a Harry Potter, like, open world video game in development that I am really excited about. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it'll be super fun. I, I like the world. I want more of the world. Yeah. Um, The Root series that started it maybe could be skipped. Yeah. <laughs> So what you're saying is if you have, if you yourself have not delved into Harry Potter, wait for the, the MMO <laughs> to come out, play that, and then just skip the books entirely. Just skip it. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think the world is great. I, um, honestly, one thing that's so funny about the series, uh, I, one thing that's like great is, is, you know, the wizarding world is actually in the real world. Mm-hmm. It, it's kind of like one of those things where it's like it's hidden, you know? Yeah. And I love that shit. Like, I love it. Give me a hidden magical world that's like in plain sight almost. Mm-hmm. I love that. And so that's definitely something that I personally really, really like about it. Um, what's so funny to me, though, is that like, I know we're focusing on wizarding world problems and, you know, Voldemort is terrible and needs to be stopped. But, like, the wizards are so, I I don't even, they just, like, leave the rest of humanity alone. And they're like, yeah, I know there's poverty, and I know, like, the world is starving, but, like, that's their problem. Like, <laughs> I think that's just. We got wizard problems to deal with. Yeah, we got wizard problems. Like, no, like, we, can, we don't have time to deal with that. I think it's just <laughs> so funny, because it's, it's, like, the time between when people thought Voldemort was legitimately gone, mm-hmm. like everybody was just like, yeah, no, we don't, we don't associate yeah. with. Sorry. We have kids to teach and yeah. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. So it's definitely just uh, that I think is really weird and kind of funny, but yeah, I love the world mm-hmm. um, that was created. I think it's really cool. And I, I really like it. Have you been to the wizarding world of Harry Potter? No, I have. Oh boy! Hence the <laughs> flags behind me. We oh bought those yes! At the Wizarding World of Harry Potter at Universal Studios in Hollywood, California. It's quite fun. It's a uh, I you know again I don't have a lot of attachment to Harry Potter, and if I'm being totally honest with you, I <laughs> in my older years. I have become just totally adverse to being able to go on rides without getting totally sick. So I just sort of mm. walked around the park while uh-huh. uh, my partner rode the rides and, and took in all the sights. And I'm just like, this is fun. I'm a 35 year old man by myself, just sitting on a bench in Harry Potter world. This is, this is normal. This is cool. Um, but it is like, it is very, it's, it's like the fact that like there is an entire theme park just kind of dedicated to looking like, Hogwarts and you know the streets all look like they would look on a movie set is I think that stuff's cool and I imagine for somebody who loves Harry Potter like that's that's a big deal that sounds delightful I would go you should go I I, maybe I will not right now but you know when (laughs) it's safe right now (laughs) pause we'll pause the record you come back and you report back how Harry Potter land was yeah let me let me book a flight real quick um no but i would i would definitely go i i would love to experience that i think that would be really fun yeah do you Um, have you taken like the pottermore uh sorting hat thing i maybe probably i've taken multiple like i think every human like i've taken multiple Mm -hmm. um like what house are you in Mm -hmm. quizzes what, what have you gotten as a result? And what do you feel in your heart, Taylor? 
Yeah, that's right. Because the sorting is aspirational. That's so right. you can decide what you want to be. Um, I both got that I was Ravenclaw and feel like I should be in Ravenclaw. Mm-hmm. But interestingly enough, my partner fully disagrees with me. Wow. Live it like he has strong feelings that I'm actually Slytherin. Whoa. Right? I know. I mean, like, I the the people that I know that like identify as Slytherin, like they take a lot of like it's pride. Like they like that they identify as Slytherin. I don't think there's anything wrong with identifying as Slytherin. I th- it's but just I, I think there's something wrong with identifying someone else as Slytherin, though. I think that is. <laughs> I think that's a little bit of like a, like, it's a touchy subject. It's a touchy subject. It's sort of like you would be a Sith if you were in Star Wars, sort of <laughs> right. thing. Where it's just like. Yes. You have like the like there are no like admirable Slytherins in the story, right? Like it's it's the Malfoys and it's Voldemort <laughs> and it's like like yeah, they have like There isn't yeah, is there a good Slytherin? Yeah, and so like they have some admirable qualities to them, but like the characters themselves, like nobody's like actually did you know Harry the whole time was a Slytherin? Like that isn't that kinda like it's kinda interesting, right? And like he's actually a pretty good guy. It's like they're all some level of like bad. So when somebody says like, actually. Yeah. It's interesting. Cause the sorting hat was like, Oh, Harry Potter could be in Slytherin, but he's like, no, please don't. Mm-hmm. That it's kind of like, just if you choose to be in Slytherin, right. that means you're bad. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I, that's actually another difference that I was expecting was I thought Draco was going to have a huge, are a much larger role than he did at mm-hmm. the end. Like I thought there was going to be an actual like Draco turns good and realizes he was a dick the whole time mm-hmm. and has kind of a redemption arc a little bit. I sort of thought that was coming end. too. I like I was, thought that was going to happen. Yeah. Um cuz also I I thought I don't know just again through random things I've seen on the internet I thought that that that's just straight up what happened. Right. Um he doesn't i mean he no. doesn't like there's a tiny moment where he doesn't necessarily like say yep that's hermione i recognize her get her mm-hmm. he's just kind of like i don't know could be i don't know like right he, he there's like that's the only thing he he does there's a slight bit of trepidation versus just selling out yeah the, yeah right the main so characters. i was definitely expecting that to be different because what is the actor's name tom is it tom hiddleston tom, tom Hiddleston? No, Hiddleston Middleston? Hiddleston is, Hiddleston is a Loki in the Marvel movies. Oh, jeez. Tom... Um, Tom... It starts Middle... with an F. Tom... Tom... Felton. Felton, that's it. It does... I mean... Tom it, Felton... Hiddleston and Felton, they both end with an N at it, so... I mean, it's just their, their names are Tom. <laughs> they're two British Toms. What do you want? Two British Toms, but, I mean, they're the same person. Yeah. Um... But yeah, so that's definitely something I was expecting. But yeah, like now that you say it, there is not a good Slytherin because mm-hmm. even serious, right? I guess you could say Snape is a good Slytherin. Is the yeah. only good Slytherin. Yeah, I mean he does, I guess, but like he's also like he does something admirable at the like his his goal is admirable, but his actions are still his actions are a little shitty. He also is just like an incel. So Yeah, right, right. There's that, but he, he um, is, in the movies, he's played by the wonderful Alan Rickman, yes, so that he yes. does have that going for him. Yeah, uh, the books don't. Uh, I knew that Snape's like redemption was like coming the whole time because again, yeah, I had the entire thing spoiled for me. But um, his the explanation of it, I was like, mm. Mm. <laughs> I was like, mm, that's not great, Snape. Mm. <laughs> Like, oh, I'm not. That makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> like, poor, like, Lily. I mean, again, okay, I'm just going to keep harping on this. Li- like, Lily Potter. Uh-huh. Again, supposed to be a, a mother of Harry Potter, supposed to be someone so loving, so caring, like a light in the world. D- nothing. There's nothing about her. We get fucking James's shitty ass nonsense and how like he was essentially a bully like uh-huh. in high school. We get him and I get I, yeah whatever. It's important to see that oh Harry's dad was a dick and he has to like reckon with that. Sure. 
we like that's nothing about lily i'm like like literally the thing we get about lily is through snape's obsession with her uh-huh. like <laughs> yeah you know what this series sucks <laughs> Taylor, um, do you want to play a quick game that I formulated while we were talking about Harry Potter? Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay, great. So these are some (laughs) movies that I, off the top of my head, remembered Harry Potter actors are in. So I'm going to read you the the synopsis (laughs) of the movie, and it's up to you to decipher which main actor. I didn't pick, like, you know, somebody who played, like, wizard in the background number eight. Right, an extra. Main actors in the Harry Potter series. Oh, man. I don't even. This is going to be bad. I know. I I picked a. I don't. I don't know actors. Well, I'm not. I'm not gonna. Uh, you just have to guess which of them. So you could just say like, Voldemort. Oh, instance. okay, okay, okay. I can do that. Maybe. Okay. So this is a action drama sci-fi thriller. The synopsis is a substance designed to help the brain repair itself gives advanced intelligence to a chimpanzee who leads an ape uprising. Which okay. Harry Potter actor is in this movie? Okay, I'm going to save myself. I know this is Planet of the Apes. Mm-hmm. One of them. One of there them. are like 10 of them, though. There is a lot. They also span from, I want to say, the 70s. I'll give you a, I'll give you a big through. hint. This is a recent... Okay. This is a recent <laughs> Planet of the Apes movie. Yeah, I was like, well... Uh, okay. I literally, I have no idea. And so I'm gonna say Dumbledore. Is incorrect. It is Tom Felton, Draco Malfoy himself. He plays, uh, Dodge Landon. Okay. And has the, has the pleasure of saying, get your hands off me, you damn dirty apes as a callback to the other Planet of the Apes movie, which was a very <gasps> stupid line in that movie. I don't think I've seen, I only seen one of the Planet of the Apes and I think it was the first one of the recent. That's the one. Rise remake. of the Planet oh, of the Apes. Shit. <laughs> you well, I didn't read Harry Potter or seen the movies. I didn't know anything. <laughs> okay. Here's the next one. A hopeless man stranded on a deserted island befriends a dead body and together they go on a surreal journey to get home. What? Mm-hmm. For this... a second, I thought this that you were talking about um shit. What is that movie with Tom Hanks? Oh, Castaway. Castaway. Um, but I was like, wait, no, Wilson's a volleyball, no. not a dead body. Also, isn't Tom Hanks the only actor? <laughs> I mean, there, um, yeah, there are other actors in it but he is the main one but yeah this, right, is, a, yeah, this yeah. is a strange strange movie man a dead body and they both try to get home mm-hmm. also kind of sounds like lost um i have no idea i'm gonna say this sounds like something daniel radcliffe would do though correct it is daniel Boom. radcliffe harry potter himself plays the dead body that little weirdo swiss army man this movie is fucking weird it is delightful but it is weird wait it's called swiss army man swiss army man yeah oh wow it's interesting paul dano plays the main character he like ends up on an island and he like finds this this like blued over corpse body that has been in the water and it's daniel radcliffe and he's just delightful as this very weird corpse Okay. Didn't Daniel Radcliffe also like star in like a nude play or something? He did. Yeah. Yeah. I just I was like, that just sounds that's just weird enough for him to have done. Seems like that a I would cool believe guy. it. Seems like a cool guy. Yeah, he does. He does. I, I you know what? I'm gonna add him to my list of people I want to meet. Okay, yeah. We do have a running list of people we're supposed to meet. We can yeah. add Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Six Los Angeles celebrities are stuck in James Franco's house after a series of devastating events just destroyed the city. <laughs> Inside, the group not only have to face the apocalypse, but themselves. Oh my god. Is this not the scene out of Bojack Horseman? <laughs> <laughs> that one episode? Or maybe that's what that one episode is based on. Could be. Maybe that's like what it's like supposed to be a callback to that I just didn't know existed. Um I'm gonna say if it's James Franco, this makes me feel like it's a younger actor. Mm-hmm. Could um, 
I'm gonna say oh, Ron. It is, is it Hermione. Hermione. It's Hermione. Damn it! I was between those two. I was between Ron and Hermione. But Emma I was Watson. Like, I don't know if Emma Watson would do something. Emma Watson. I don't appears, really know what her like. She appears as Emma Watson in "This Is the End." Is the name mm-hmm. of that movie. Yeah, I knew they would appear. I figured that they would appear like as themselves too. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Like a, a an underwhelming fun movie that ends in a very satisfying way. But oh, okay, that's nice. Yeah. Okay, last one. The alumni cast of a space opera television series have to play their roles as the real thing when an alien race needs their help. However. They also have to defend both Earth and the alien race from a reptilian warlord. What the heck? I don't even know what this is. <laughs> 1999 is when this movie came out. Uh, Alan Rickman. Correct. It is Alan Ooh. Rickman in... <laughs> Galaxy Quest. He plays uh what is the character's name? Alexander Dane. He is he so he's like sort of a so this is a a takeoff on like Star Trek mm-hmm. where it's like an it's supposed to be like this cast is now reunited. They're doing like conventions for their show and then this alien race sees them and thinks that they are the real crew of the ship and so they oh, need them that's fun. They need their help. So he's in like makeup. Like he has like prosthetics on and he has this wonderful catchphrase, which is like, by Grabthar's hammer, you shall be avenged. <laughs> and he's terrific in it. He's so good. That sounds delightful. It's called Galaxy Quest, by the way. Um, great movie. Love it so much. And that's the end of my quiz, Taylor. That was good. I can't yeah. believe you came up with that like while I was ranting. <laughs> <laughs> I had nothing to say like because I am so unfamiliar with the series I was just like I should do something here right like <laughs> I have to add something to this discussion but <laughs> this is just a podcast for us to air our grievances <laughs> yeah, apparently it's for you to work out your eventual like <laughs> things that you dislike What's about us so funny about this is that I texted you wanting to talk about Harry Potter because I was like I actually really enjoyed it uh-huh you and then en- I started st- talking about it and I st- got more and more angry. <laughs> I mean, you still enjoyed the process of reading it. It's just like yeah, you no, are you are now discovering the faults of this of the franchise. Yeah, I am still looking. I'm still gonna watch the movies and yeah. um I, I will say I let's see, and my partner can attest to this is I listened to the last book on audiobook. Mm-hmm. Um, even though my wonderful friends let me borrow their copy, I never opened it. Um, <laughs> but I listened to the last book on audiobook, and uh, while I was listening to it, um, and uh, towards the end, I just was like crying mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> in a way that. I haven't cried at a book in a while Mm -hmm. and I wasn't expecting that nor ready for it. And it it was kind of funny because I was thinking like, this is the sign of I am an actual grown person and adult now, Mm -hmm. because during the like last um, scenes of the battle of Hogwarts and everything. And I like knew the book was coming to an end. I was like, I need a whole book about how all of these characters deal with their trauma and like how they get over everything and how they work through everything healthy. Mm-hmm. And like, they make their relationship stronger with going through the, you mm-hmm. know, I was, <laughs> I was just like also thinking like, Oh my God, Harry is only 17 and doing all of this stuff. Right. And like, oh it was it was bad i was yeah i was crying like i knew one of the twins died i i like knew like who would die Mm -hmm. but it was still like oh devastating the the sign for me of that is and this is a this is not related to harry potter but um we've been watching the falcon and the winter soldier Mm -hmm. that marvel series and my favorite parts of the show or like some of my favorite parts of the show have been when like uh, Bucky Barnes is going to see his therapist. And I was just like, mm. uh, th- I, I'm just, just a, boring so adult, a boring adult now that like, I'm like, I wonder how he's going to unpack his trauma talking to this therapist. And just like, <laughs> Seriously. It's, right. I wonder if it's a being a boring adult or if it's just um, an artifact of like 
our generation yeah just like growing up through all of the traumatic shit we've grown up through and are still experiencing and we're all just kind of like you know what I need to unpack some things with you and we need to work this out yeah (laughs) and part of it is like I I look at you know like a character like that going to therapy and I'm like I'm sort of I sort of watch stuff like that looking at it and thinking like are there are they using any any like techniques that I could use you know like yeah seriously have I thought about unpacking my trauma in that way you know, like maybe I should start writing off a list of names and then, you know, trying to forgive myself by undoing what I did as the Winter Soldier. Um, but anyways, that's that's maybe for a future podcast. We can talk about Marvel stuff. But oh, yeah. Um, before we finish, Taylor, do you have any final parting words about Harry Potter? Um. Uh, I I guess it was fine. <laughs> so mad right I know, now. I, I'm going to like write a blog God, post. <laughs> I almost wish we didn't do this just because of what this, this podcast has done to you about Harry Potter. You were so excited to talk about it. And the, the resignation of, I guess it's fine, was... What's so unfortunate. Yeah. Like I said, like, I want to talk about, cause I did really enjoy it and I was excited to talk about it. And then I like just got on one thing oh. and then I just started unraveling yeah. that one thing. It's... And now I'm just mad. <laughs> That's how sweaters unravel. Like one thread, you pull one thread yeah. and the whole thing comes undone. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was fine. I like did really enjoy them. I, um, as an adult, I thought that it was unlike how I, like I mentioned, on when we talk about the hobbit like if you're an adult and you didn't read it Mm -hmm. i wouldn't suggest reading it because i think your people's expectations of it will not match yeah um it was roughly what i expected in Mm -hmm. terms of like style and characteristics and everything and i did enjoy reading it i thought it was a kind of a fun adventure um but yeah like most things when you look too closely at them they disappoint (laughs) (laughs) I know we're not a video podcast, but the resignation on your face is like, it's heartbreaking almost. I'm just like, oh no, the magic <laughs> is leaving your eyes. Just like... Also, if you think I'm a Slytherin, I guess let me know because you'll be the first person to agree with Steven. <laughs> I, yeah, as somebody who knows you, I think Slytherin is maybe an overreach. I would not say Slytherin, but... I don't know. Um, yeah. A, wait, I, what house are you? Are, wait, can I guess? Yeah. Are you Hufflepuff? Does that mean I was right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the, we have So we have two flags that we bought at the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. My wife is a Gryffindor and I am a Hufflepuff. Yes. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. That's great. So between uh, you and your wife and me and my partner... We are all four houses. Or just you, maybe. Like the the Maybe. Yeah. I'm a dual you yeah, you have dual, dual citizenship. Exactly. <laughs> Between Ravenclaw and Slytherin, mm-hmm. apparently. Yeah. You have a passport that allows you into either house and Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. <laughs> anyway. Oh man. Uh, yeah, if you have thoughts about what we've had to say about Harry Potter, you can uh you can yell at us on our Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh ner- at nerddumpod. Yes, please do. Please do. Please yell at us and tell us what we were wrong about. Um, truly, if you have things to I, say to us. I it's... live for making people angry. Maybe I am Slytherin. <laughs> Maybe you are Slytherin. That was a very Slytherin <laughs> thing to say. Um, I, on the other hand, I would like to make you happy and not mad at me. So if you have things you'd like to say about what we said, I will uh, re- I will recant anything that I said that made you angry and... Uh, as always um we're sorry and we love you sorry love you bye bye hey pal did you get a load of the nerd <laughs> <laughs>